<laughs> oh, you knew that would be the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are you uh, COVIDing these days? I am happy. Happy. Happy to be here. Happy to see you. Happy to be alive in the post-COVID reality of, oh, my God, they're opening up again. We surpassed 100,000 today. It's a grim, 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 grim fucking reality. Anyway, a couple of beers. Here we are. Happy hour. A little conversation. Happy hour. Is happy? I would, you know. Happy, happy, happy. This is episode number 61. But happy here. 61. Ooh-wee. That's... We've passed the hour. We're going to hour number two. I have to have a special episode when we hit my age. We should have done that with you as well. What's that, like 400? Special birthday episode. Sometimes you say things that are so ridiculous that they stretch. You become someone who's an incredible, meaning no credibility. Oh, I mean, if you would say, if you would say 76, that would be both realistic and maybe. Maybe even, maybe a chuckle, but 400, no. No, we'd have to cut the cut that out. You don't look, at, whole, you don't look at day like, over 250. So I did a little planning today in between the rain. Planning? I have a rock, a rock, a rock, a wall, not a retaining wall per se, but a decorative three stack, three rock tall stack. Each rock's 14 20 inches tall. Three rock tall stacks. Easy enough to lift. Yeah. And uh, dug up some soil to plant some greenery that'll hang down over those rocks. So Google stuff. And I know how to prepare the soil, which was always good. But I do it so that my wheel of my lawnmower, which has a certain way that if you push it and you have a curve on it, you avoid having to try to do a fine cut with your mower in a corner, which requires a weed whacker. Well, to eliminate a weed whacker, you create a lawn that the external, the, the end of it, the edge of it, is exactly the turning point rotation of your lawnmower. So you can just nice. push it and one wheel, hang it into the, into the, into the bed area where the right. flowers are. Yeah. And if you really got your shit together, which I've had in the past, a, a row of brick just on the other side of the grass, edge way up, just above the grass line so that... That left wheel of that mower isn't actually on the bed. It's on a brick, and that is a brick edging. Huh. That's probably where I'm headed here. So it's you got to look at the turn radius of your mower. And yes. Then, and then you, you put sort of a uh, – in in web design, we call we call the uh, a rounded corner on a, on a box the border radius. So huh. you've, got the, you've got a rounded corner of your lawn that matches the turn radius of your mower. Right. Genius. Yes. Genius. And, and with, with one, one goal in mind, no weed whacking required. The other thing that I have is a tool that, that is, I love these simple tools. One along these lines is two rubber wheels that are about six inches in circumference. Uh-huh. And in between those two rubber wheels, hard rubber. Circumference or diameter? a big, long, excuse me? Circumference or diameter? Six inches across. Diameter. Diameter. And, and 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 maybe even eight. I just, then, want, I just want our listener to visualize your wheels. I'm, I'm working. Thank you for your questions. They're all good. Okay. Keep them coming. There's no stupid question. Just keep them coming. Well. And so in between those two wheels, there's an axle 
And on that axle are two things. One, the long pole that you use, because it's, it looks like it has a handle on it that could otherwise be for a rake or a hoe. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean hoe. A rake or a hoe. I mean a real hoe. A real hoe. And so hold on. I want to. Then, here's the other thing. Hold on. Let me remember where you are. I want, uh, so we can come oh. back to this, to this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we do a call in? Do I get a helpline? The, uh, I'll call, we got to call Paul. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a famous, one of the podcasters that, that I listen to is the, um, it, one is the winningest contestant ever on Jeopardy. Uh, yes. And he, he, Who cheated? no, he didn't cheat. Uh, and there was, there's this one clip where they, where the, I won't get it exactly right. I will put this in the show notes, but the, the, the answer on the screen is what is, uh, this is a gardening utensil that is also uh, sort of sort of sexually promiscuous or something like that, and and he buzzes in and says ho, and he's he's like he's like a really straight Mormon dude, and 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 they say no, actually that's not the answer, and then somebody else buzzes in and says rake, we're like yes, actually that's the answer, rake, <laughs> because both rake and ho refer to yeah, uh, of course, those those that terminology. Course. Anyway, continue. Right. You well, had a, in, a fact, thing? in fact, in fact, I I was I was heading there. Oh, I'm sorry. I was in fact heading there. Well, you on, the, in, on your in, way there in the next recess of my. But anyway, so you do six to eight inch diameter hard rubber wheels with an axle in them, and then there's two things attached to the axle. The first thing I mentioned is a long hoe-like handle, mm-hmm. very sturdy that you can lean on. Because the next thing is a a uh, about a eight the wheels are six inch diameter this is an eight inch diameter wheel of metal that is all like uh, star points and it's got like six or eight star points on it it's very sharp very sharp and runs on the axle in between the two wheels right next to the handle on the outside of the handle i have a question this sounds a little bit like a plow like a really simple plow Well, 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 yes. Yeah. So, which is also, which is also a sexual term. It is, in fact. You're such a rake. You're you're really simple plow. Only, only <laughs> to you. Only to you. Yes. <laughs> anyway, continue. So now, so what's the purpose of this hoe? Now, you take the wheel that's on the left, and you put it on your pavement on your sidewalk, mm-hmm. so that the star-shaped metal ring circle eight inch wheel is where the lawn is and as you push yep. down the wheel and the circle turn and you cut an edge in it's this is an edger. edger i was going to say edger yes yes it starts to show edgy. actually though now that i think of it there's only one yeah there's two wheels that's right because one wheel's on the grass i think anyway it's quite the invention here's the other one so this one you use to turn the earth so you, yes, yes, that's true, yes. Wait, yes. hold on. Doesn't the earth turn by itself? The whole. <laughs> Welcome back yes, to Dennis's Yard Lawn Care Corner. Continue. Well, you, you didn't ask me what I did today, but you, you usually do, so I thought I'd volunteer it. So this tool, this is my favorite tool. You're turning there. I saved it for last. Now, imagine this. You have an instrument that's shaped like a T, and the top of the T... Is, is a very nice, comfortable set of handles that when you put the entire instrument in front of you, they're at waist level. 
Okay. The handles, however, are not a straight set of handles like you'd see on a lawnmower straight across a true T, but in fact, they're a curlicue. So the one on the right comes out and turns to the left. The one on the left comes out and turns to the right. And so it's shaped like a S. Ah. And on the S, on the edges of the S are these very comfortable plastic handles. The point is you're going to be turning this instrument. Then there's, of course, then now there's, of course, a, 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 a prong, right. the main body of it. That's a rotation. Right. Yeah. And it, that's attached to a inch diameter on circle. And coming out of the circle are four-inch tines that have an elbow in them. And there's four of them on every corner, so to speak, of the circle. Tines with an elbow. And they're all, they're all elbowed. They're elbowed to the left. So when you take this instrument and put it in the soil and twist it with your top S pattern mm-hmm. at your arms, that wheel of grinding that also is turning in a smaller diameter is yep. digging into the earth and churning it up around and around and up and down as you push up and down. It is, in fact, the modern replacement of the motherfucking hoe. Wow. It's the modern hoe. It's the modern hoe. So what? Welcome to our think? podcast, The Modern right? Hoe. Yes. <laughs> that could be the subtext. Welcome to The Modern Hoe. But what is, of course, the purpose of a hoe? What do you, what do, you do with, what do, you do with a hoe? It's to take the soil and turn it. It's to take the soil and to chop it and turn it and take what's at the lower part of the soil to the top part and actually switch it around so that it becomes aerated and fluffy and worms can more easily go through it. And when you mix in vermiculite and some sphagum moss, sphagum, and you thought that sphagum was that shit that gets stuck in the back of your throat when you like are like you're gagging and you need yeah, water and yeah. it's wet. That's right. This is sphagum moss. So it's, it's, in fact, that term of feeling that sphagum in your throat comes from the texture and the context of sphagum moss. You can check me on this. Sphagum. It is the root. It's check, check it in the, the, the check root. It in the root. As we're digging in. So, so this, this twisty thing that you're digging uh, holes with sort of this modern hoe. No. But no. like you no. put it in one spot no. and twist, no? No, it doesn't dig a hole. But, but you're doing it in one, in, one, in one spot. You do, do it, you, you do it in a circular spot, but you're not digging a hole. You yep. never take the soil out of the spot. Yes, fine. There's never a hole. You're churning an area that might otherwise be quantified as a, a, a mass, which if it were in reverse, it would be a hole. But as it stands now, it's a mass. Right. Okay. Not but, a hole. Not the absence of mass. Okay. So say you have a, an area of your garden that is 10 feet by 20 feet or whatever, right? Say it. You're going to take this... Twisty modern what hoe. It? What is it? What? How big is it? Uh, How ten, big is the space? Ten feet by twenty feet. It's a small. This isn't for that garden. This is for that bed. This is for a garden bed, 12, 24 inches wide, and uh, six to eight inch plants. Which you're, which you're describing uh, is something that big. I would definitely use a rototiller and double dig t- something okay. that big. This is, this is, this, this is a garden bed, or, 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 if I may say, an asparagus bed. Or a pea bed that is simply twelve inches. Two widths, two widths of the turning instrument yeah. of the modern hoe is a foot. 
So if you have right, exactly. That, that was my problem with, with your description because I was I was concerned that this was a like that a very localized problem. In my the problem you had. In my imagination, Let's be clear. This was, this was your problem, not my problem. I got my own problems. I'm worried about stuff. I'm worried about all sorts. I'm worried. So, if, here's a question. For wait, hold on. I have, I have a, a question for you. Well, Go ahead. I'm just worried. Uh, Go ahead. How old were you when you first had to deal with a PBIT? Is this a new thing for you? I don't, or? Want, to I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, as far as you know, future Eric will cut that out, out of the episode. So uh, what was your future Eric? <laughs> There's two of you. A current one and a future one. Well, and many, and many, and many past means and many future things. Why'd you cut your mohawk, man? What? Why'd you cut your mohawk? Why'd you cut your mohawk? Because I'm on conference calls every day with video and. Gotcha. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but there, there's a there's some sort of study that shows that um, uh, now with COVID and everything, where people are isolating and being on video calls all the time. People are much more aware of how they look, like because you spend more time uh -huh. in your day looking in a quote unquote mirror where you can see what you look yeah. like. And apparently apparently the cameras that we all use with our for our video calls, like aren't hundred percent accurate. They distort your your shape a little bit, which explains so much about what I see about you. Uh, but it's apparently go back go back on that last part. That's that's people it's, our cameras distort uh, how we look a little bit, uh -huh. which explains... Right. And in my case, it's an improvement? Well, I mean... Is that what you said? It wouldn't... Any distortion wouldn't hurt, you say. But the... That's what I thought. I kind of caught the drift of it, but it was so subtle yeah, that I'm, it was almost... It I, was an aside. I, I'm, I, I try to be subtle. Uh, but that apparently there's been a surge of people uh, scheduling like rhinoplasties plastic surgery ah. and stuff because they and that's to remove the rhinoceros horn from your forehead rhinoplasty no that's a rhinectomy oh. the rhinoplasty is where they make that's it when the where horn, they make it look cooler that's when the horn is that's when the horn is stuck up your ass right yes. so anyway speaking of which listen listen oh no i it's covid19 you've got time on your hands you gotta you, you keep yourself busy you're locked down and so Jesus. so i I, you know, I go through my day, but then I, I find I worry about things. You? You know, you worry about stuff. Yeah, I'm worried. Here's a question for you. Can your asshole catch a cold? Depends on how fast it's moving. Oh, my God. That's, I mean, that kind of shows up really bad images. I mean. How fast your asshole is moving. Or the cold. The and the cold. You know. Oh, oh, oh. Like. Well, because I was some. I was worried because I I had a cold and I blew my nose and then I wiped my ass and I got worried that maybe my asshole could catch a cold and the next fart that I had sounded more like a sneeze. It was it made me almost want to name my asshole as if it were it had a cold. I wanted it to feel better, mm -hmm. you know, sneezing and sneezing. You know. That's my asshole sneezing. Hey, 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 so, hey. So, so Jeff Daniels, up the road here yeah. in, in Michigan, he did an episode with these lunatics that are, are pranks, you know, and it was, it was set up where the guy who was the plant, who was mic'd up to the sound room, 
and then an assist, a woman who came into work or a man who came into work and they were setting up a soundstage because they were going to do an interview of Jeff Daniels and he was going to arrive any moment. And so the, they're setting up the equipment and the guy who's the plant says, man, I am so excited about seeing Jeff Daniels. I, uh, it's, it's just so we're just so lucky. And the woman who's a real woman come to work, right? She says, oh, yeah, I really like him, you know, this and that. And 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 then she turns and she's she's packing, unpacking her stuff. And then he has a, a little a thing on his hip that he presses it a couple of times and it smells like a terrible fart. It smells like the most vile, bilious shit fart in the world yeah. and fills the room. And he makes in the studio or he makes a noise that's a fart noise and loud enough, of course. So the technician who's wait. hired looks over at him, embarrassed. Wait, wait, and Dennis. he says, he this, says, this is an audio medium. Can you, can you, can you produce that noise for us? Only at the end of the song. Well, start singing then. Oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. a little early later, for that. Later, later. You'll hear. Remind now, me of that later. Yes. Remind me of that later. Everyone don't, oh. don't, don't turn the dial yet. Continue. Don't. Yes. And so, I don't know. The people, what, no, what where were we? That's the people will we're all gathered around and he made this this part noise and. Oh, oh, so 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 he says. So the guy who's the plant says, "Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed." And she says, oh, "Don't worry about it." And then the smell hits you know hits her, and she's got a look in her eye, and he says, "Look, if Jeff Daniels notices this, you I can't." It can't. It can't be. It can't be me. I. We just ignore it. Act like it's. Act like it's not. That it's not there. So then, of course, Jeff Daniels, who's in the sound room, comes strolling out, walks in, and it says introductions. And as soon as he walks in, he starts waving his hand in front of him. And he says, "Oh my God, what happened in here?" <laughs> and 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 the the plant becomes painstakingly nervous. And starts looking at the technician who's just looking away. Right. As, as we would. And Jeff Daniels turns to them and says, all right, who farted? Who farted? And and the, the guy who did it, you know, right. says, not me. One me. One me. And it's kind of left on the other person. But he doesn't <laughs> want to say that it's him. Right. And Jeff Daniels says, he says, what the fuck do I have to do? And he throws a chair. He throws a fucking chair. God, so mean. And he says, he says, who farted? And she looks right at him and she said, I did. And, he, and then there was this big laughter and the planet him hugged and sure. she knew it was a practical joke. And they did it different uh, each time. And depending on who the plant was, they did. It. But it was it was pretty funny. You can show the show notes. But I thought it was quite he's very interesting like that, that he's he, and he tells a story in one of the marks that he uses here. Of when they won't admit who farted, he said, "You know, I was in a movie, Dumb and Dumber. There was a toilet scene, oh, yeah. and I had to sit right and blah blah blah." And he said, "And the director said to me, did you really fart?' Now I had a choice then to say whatever. You know what? I took the honest route, and I said, "Yes, I farted, and I was on camera. So I want to know who farted." It's scary. Uh. And it's all straight. It's like yeah, that, that, that. What was that old movie, Candy Camera? Yeah, that was maybe before your time. I remember a little bit of that uh, smile you're on Candy Camera. Yeah, that that um, that power dynamic, like 
as social animals, we are so susceptible to that. Like we would like uh, sitting here in what we, in what the psychologists call a, um, a, a cold state where we are being rational and thinking about things and not actually there in the moment. We think, Oh, I would never admit to doing a fart when I, when I, when I didn't, but when you're actually there and all the pressure's on and like, this is why, this is why so they've done these, these studies with, um, where, where they have women go in and interview with, uh, for a job and they don't know at, at the time they haven't actually given consent to be harassed or whatever, but uh, they go in and the, the person interviewing them is like, uh, is, is very sexual about, you know, Oh, well, yeah, you are, you look very nice. I bet you would look nice naked or whatever. And they're, when they're asked before they do that, whether or not they would complain to management, uh, if something like they that happened, they, they all say they would. And then when you actually, then when them, in the moment, they, none of them, or, or not even complain to management, but like to push back at, in the moment with the, with the person to be like, Hey, what the fuck, man? Right. But in right. the moment we are all such social hierarchy, hierarchy respecting, uh, creatures. Hierarchical. Hierarchical. Hierarchy respecting is what I was saying, but hierarchical, hierarchical. Higher? Say, say it like a pirate. You know, we got to throw them overboard. This hierarchical situation is too much. We got to mutiny. When I, when I throw you overboard, you're going to be a lower archival. <laughs> oh, you know, anyway. you probably look and say, you know what? You know, at the end of the day, be bored. I saw an article recently that I wanted to bring up with you of, um, you know how there are these services now that will bring you food from restaurants and you yeah. pay them to, you know, DoorDash, yeah. DoorDash is the, is the big one. Yeah. Uh, but Uber yeah, Eats. Beer, marijuana, all delivered to your home. Well, I wasn't, yes. I'm talking about food, you know, but whatever. Uh, but they, there was this article the other day that was, um, a, a restaurant owner, realized that uh, DoorDash had gone and without telling them had announced that they were selling the restaurant's menu items for less than what the restaurant sold for with, with DoorDash delivery. And, which is kind of fucked up. And so as a, as a ripoff? I mean, it would, no, I mean, DoorDash was paying the restaurant the, let's say it's $20 for, for, the, for the order. Yeah. And DoorDash was charging less. DoorDash was charging was charging fifteen. And so the restaurant owner noticed this, and they talked to I guess the guy who wrote the article, and they said, and and the guy who wrote the article said, well, uh, we have a word for this. It's called arbitrage. That why don't you go and put in a bunch of orders through DoorDash for say you put in twenty orders for for whatever this menu item is, and they charge fifteen per order, but but then they pay you twenty per order, so you end up just with you, you just throw th- throw the food away, and you end up with what did I say twenty times five, uh, hundred dollars of you know profit from this arbitrage because they're they're undercharging, and then they're paying you more. And anyway, this article goes into how these companies that do this are just hemorrhaging money, like they are losing money hand over fist. All of their yeah, right. all of their all of their venture, venture capital people that have put all this money into them and they're just throwing it away because they want to undercut yeah. to get into this market so that they are the, the go-to 
uh, thing for if you want right. to hire somebody. Anyway, it's this really fascinating article about how these companies are just. And is it a is it a is it a phenomenon that they're actually considering this is a lost leader approach where you get so many people lined up for the cheaper entry version of it that once they're lined up they'll keep coming back and then you say all right it's been a year for so sure you have to pay uh, yeah i mean right. for sure that is their long-term plan but it's an investment strategy right but the the funny part of it is that the restaurant owner can put in their own orders to, their, to themselves and get free money out of it uh but the other thing is that like it's kind of shitty you would become so attached to ordering your fifteen dollar uh, pizzas with DoorDash from your local pizza vendor that then I guess later when they say, you know, actually this is twenty five, that you're still gonna be loyal or like it's it's just a messed up business model. Like that whole right. that whole that whole uh, ecosystem is uh, sick and toxic and going to die eventually. But anyway, well, I will link to I will link know, to that we're, in we're, the show notes. And happy hour. Zero six one. There'll be no the, there'll be no normal as we know it with the small businesses that that just simply can't survive in the in the unemployment. I mean the it's it's a grim new reality. And as usual, you know the Republicans come in and fuck everything up, and then it's Democrats come in, and then after day one they're fucking blamed for it. It's like the fucking mess that Obama had to clean up after George W. left. What a fucking disaster. That was, in retrospect, one of the better presidencies of the past 16 years. But at any rate... So you have an, and, opinion, and, you have an opinion on this that we'd like to share with the, with the group? Uh, All right. That yes. about sums it up. It's good to be here. Ay, 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 ay. In Spain, they never eat chili. Right? Am I right? Am I right? Chili as defined by, you know, no, there's no chili. Uh, like, in Spain, there's no spicy food, really. So is Spain some hilly, mountainous, and in plains, uh, et cetera, throughout the land? I mean, what's the topography? There are mountains, and there are hills, and there are plains. Yes. All of the above. And you know where it mainly rains? So if it... If if Spain was state or several states of U.S., what what would it? How big? What states would it cover? What would be an equitable? That is a great question. Let me do a quick Google search. Okay, there's this website called thetruesize.com, where you can type in the name of any country and then drag it around the map to compare to other countries. And cool. wow. Okay, so Spain best fits in the in the continental US as being all of North Carolina, most of Tennessee, all of South Carolina, Georgia, and the panhandle of Florida. So it really? goes it goes from you know the outer banks of North yeah. Carolina to Nashville, and yeah. then there's this cutout yeah. where we leave yeah. sort of Alabama alone, where Portugal yeah. goes, and then we have Atlanta and down to Florida. So, so north to south, how long of a drive is it border to border in Spain? Border to border, north south. It's at least ten hours. And east west. Like the longest time, longest place, even even more. Yeah, let me let me let me share this with our. You sending it to me? I'm gonna. So, maybe we'll see that image. 
that shows you the size of Spain over southeastern United States. Can you see it? Do you need your glasses? Do you need a candle? Ah. Well, I got to get my glasses on, yeah. Huh. I'll be goddamned. Oh, Why? You're goddamned. That is amazing. Yeah. It tells me exactly. It, it, it tells me. And so looking at that map and considering the states and the cities, right. where are the mountains and where are the plains and where are you? Holy shit. Okay. So. Well, well. Just, no, no, there's a, there's a mountain me. range. What? There's a mountain range to the north, the northeast of the Pyrenees, we have heard of. And generally, on, or Spain, there's mountains around the northern part in general in a line across uh, there. And so here are the plains. Otherwise, Atlanta, Charleston, those are plains? Yes, the, the, middle, the middle bits, they, they right. I learned in my Spanish class that uh, Spain is a plateau where uh, uh, on, on okay. the coast, on the coast okay. you, you go up and then, and then right. there's sort of a flat area on top. Uh, right. And, so, does, and does the weather vary? I would imagine the weather varies from north to south. Where northern, it's cooler, bigger seasons, and then south. I know the depiction on the map doesn't denote climate, yeah. but I would imagine there is a climate difference between north and south Spain. Yes. So I live on the northern coast between the mountains and the sea. And whenever, right. we, whenever we drive south, we have to drive up through the mountains, through other curves, up, right. up through the mountain, mountain right. pass. And then right. very there's a there's a very clear line where we get to a particular town, and immediately it the the land changes, especially when, when we're driving in the summer. We it's all green where I am, and then we and, but like we have these mountains where all of the all of the moisture comes from the sea, and it much like in like yes. Seattle or something, yes. and it goes up over the mountains. Moving from and drops. Atlanta towards Charlotte, moving to, from Atlanta towards Charlotte. No, on the overlay. No, 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 no. The, the, the on the overlay the the no so and on the overlay I live around Roanoke where Roanoke Virginia so all of the so all of the all of the the moisture comes from the north and it hits the mountains oh. and goes goes up and then drops everything so that we have all this green uh, land oh. in the north oh. and then beyond right. that much much like how much like how in, in California, all of the all of the water drops on uh, on San Francisco or whatever, and then you have these this like this wine country right. that's on the other side of the mountains that is uh, much more much drier. So, uh, right. there's right. a and so yes, I'm, this is such a visual. I love it. And so the let's see, where are you now? So the the wait, where is that map? So the thing is, is that means the following statement is not true. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain. That is true, but there there is a joke going around that uh, that the the king of Spain was quarantined in his in his uh, private jet. As such, the rain R E I G N the rain in Spain has to stay mainly on the plain. <laughs> the rain. The rain of Spain must mainly stay in the plain. What's that from? That's from. What is that song from? I know where that song's from. From a musical. It is. It's from a musical. It's uh, not the from South Pacific. My Fair Lady. It's from My Fair Lady. I know that. Henry Higgins. 
Henry. I'm Henry the Eighth, I am. Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. I've got married to the widow next door. She'd been married seven times before, and everyone was an Henry. Henry! No one was a Willie, nor a Sam, nor a Sam. I'm an eighth old man, I'm Henry. Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. Henry the Eighth, I am. Second verse, same as the first. Ah, uh, and so on. Do you know where I first? I go on. Do you know where I first learned that song or about that song? Everyone knows who they were when that song came out. Everyone. No, on the not when it came out. The, the first I learned about it as a reference to it in a popular culture uh, movie. Well, I learned about that. Haven't we? Serious. Well, let's let's. Would you like to discuss it? Would you like to talk about it? Nah, maybe not. It seems like. Uh, well, why don't we? Right. Now that we've hit on it, it seems like something that's on your mind that might get in the way of your performance at work, at home, in the bedroom. Yes. So why don't you talk? Oh, you should. The first time I heard it's that keeping song you was in the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Did you say what? Not oh. the movie Ghost. Patrick Swayze, Demi what? Moore. Oh, uh, oh, father, I thought you said goat. No whoopee. No whoopee. Oh, father. Oh, I thought you said goat. No, no, no. That's quite a punchline. Anyway, not to distract you. No, but the... the, you know, the, 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 the that would be the I don't remember it. The, the I don't point, remember it in it. Like, it was a thing where Whoopi could hear uh, Patrick Swayze's voice. But... And and Patrick really wanted uh, her to do what she what he wanted him, her to do, and so he would just sing this repeatedly. Like in her, he would just like be in, in her bedroom singing this song. Oh, uh, I, the seventh verse, same moment, as this I sixth. Recall order. that. Yeah, and it was still this moment. I didn't recall that. And it was, it was very much. Now. It was very much this like, how can I annoy the hell out of this person for the longest time? Where apparently, as a ghost, you're not sleepy. Like the whole ghost mechanic of that movie yeah. was pretty dodgy. Let me tell you, when there is no school, parenting is a lot. Like, yeah. You could, Every day, all day. Right. Like, I could tell my kids. Intermittent, to some degree, I, depending on their age, but yeah. Like, my kids would, and I would be content if I said, here, just go watch YouTube all day. But I, as a parent, feel I would feel bad about that sort of level of parenting. So it's a matter of my self-conscious uh, as a parent versus how much I could stand of the bastards. Yeah. Well, these are trying times, my friend. Trying times. Well, I've got to. I'll, I'll do yeah. some thinking of some of some new music to represent the the opening. I'll have to think about it a little bit, but. The opening is no what? longer at that. Excuse me. The opening of what? What's that? The opening of what? The opening of society, uh, an economic spread, in restaurants. Okay. So you're going to rethink the opening of society. Swimming, yes. Musical. The swimming pools and the. So now there's a story that you can link to that these teenagers had a pool party. And it was a crammed event. There's pictures, videos, etc. So quite a his history on video. That somebody, somebody's had it. And they've had 12, 12 COVID-19 cases. 
you know, the song in there somewhere, you know. Some did you did you see where um, the news today is that in New Zealand they have discharged their last COVID nineteen patient from their hospitals? They have no. They have had five days with no new cases, and they have no people in the hospital. Right. Like uh, where's that? New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. And well, we are having some. Also, in this past week, huge spurts. They, there was there was a moment where. Of course, the, the Prime Minister of New Zealand is every liberal's uh, dream of what you would want a president to be. Uh, she's a, a young, pretty liberal, uh, with all the right views. Yeah, she, she had I've a seen moment, her on television. Yeah, she, she had a moment this, this week where she was on camera for an interview in a studio, and there was an earthquake. Uh, they have lots of earthquakes in New Zealand, and there was this earthquake, you know, off somewhere off the coast, but like, Shit was bouncing around, and and she's mentioned, "Hey, we're quick here, but uh, let's just continue with our conversation," which was <laughs> just so so classy. Like, can like, you link to that? Yeah, she she said, "I don't have any lights hanging above me, so let's just let's just keep going," and uh, just the coolest cool that you could be. Yeah, that's yeah under right under fire under duress. Leadership has got some pretty obvious traits. You know, and certainly the the idea of you know mourning is is one which you know you see different leaders emoting and, and choking up and, and and devoting time and attention and heartfelt sympathy. We get we get none of that for Trump, who cannot talk about a hundred thousand without acting like it's a fucking record. He has no like it's a, like yeah. you know he has he is he is he is soulless. But you know we're we're watching him less and less. And now that things are opening up, not in Michigan, however, because Gretchen Whitmer is one of the few governors in America that's actually following the uh, CDC guidelines, that small G guidelines, as in, God, you don't have to do it. We don't, you know, you do it or you don't do it, whatever. I mean, people will die and, you know, just take it into account and do what you want to do. But in reality, too, trying to think about how to do it smartly, restaurants outside, blah, 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 you know the drill. But it's, you know, that's why I worry about stuff. I Like I said, Worried about whether or not my asshole can catch a cold, but you know, post nasal drip. On that high note, you know, they go high, we go low. No, 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 <laughs> that's not the way it goes. So, did you see, uh, you see Biden's interview in the garden? You got a link on this. It was great. He's in a garden being interviewed by uh, MSNBC. You'll plug her in here, but it's, it's an excellent interview. And, and when she asked him about his ridiculousness of belittling him, for wearing a mask, he says, he looks straight at the camera and he says, he's an absolute fool to be saying that and doing that. And I wonder, Joe, where have you been, bruh? You're out of your basement. You're being interviewed. You're just touching base. Good for you. Why aren't you doing that every day? Yeah. With somebody. With somebody. As long as you're not accusing black people of not being black enough. Oh, because God. Jesus. Oh, God. It's like, Joe, stop. But he, but the way he managed it was incredible. And in fact, I think I like the way it happened. And I wouldn't change it because twice now, both immediately thereafter when he said he was misguided, and then in this in-depth interview, you'll love what he says. And he says, look, I don't, ad- I don't mind admitting when I'm wrong. And I was wrong. I was too much of a wise guy, and I apologize for saying it. And that's the difference between me and this 
you know, and 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 the Andrea Mitchell, and she said, I think, and she says, she says, well, President Trump would say that that's a sign of weakness, uh, that you're apologizing, it, and he looks at the camera and he says, that's because I don't, I don't hide the fact that I'm human, and we're all human, and we make mistakes. The thing is about the mistakes I make is that it's here, it's there. I say stuff. If it's serious, I apologize. Whatever, but on the big, on the big stuff. It doesn't happen with me. It was it was remarkable. Yeah, good, it good, remarkable. good recovery. But yeah, like, but in today's social climate, it doesn't matter. Like this, this whole oh, I said something wrong. I'm sorry. I have I have changed my views. It doesn't matter because it's all we're all just about uh, clickbait and uh, and quick sound bites and. Which is why we have a goddamn president that that tomorrow, tomorrow, he could totally reverse everything he's ever said about anything, and people would be like, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, oh yeah, he's nice. so he's coming around." So he's incapable. He's incapable. No, he's capable of 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 changing his view on things or his not his view, his his stated view, because he's done that a thousand times. Like at first, he was like, uh, "COVID is a." Uh, is a Democrat hoax, and then he was like, "Oh, yeah, this right, is really right, serious." Right. And then if tomorrow he comes out and says, "No, actually, this, this was a hoax," uh, his followers will be like, "Yeah, yeah, I agree." Whatever. So, I don't know. It's a big fucking mess. It's a big fucking mess. Yeah. Good big mess. <laughs> Well, man, to you and your family, to everyone listening, uh, healthy, happy, and find the find the essence. I was in the woods the other day. Wind was blowing, and the trees were swaying, and the the new leaves were brushing against each other. And I thought this is one of those sounds that everyone has always listened to. Find that find that moment, and to and to Paul, health, health, and happiness abounding. So glad that our most avid listener is back into uh, Amen. into, into uh, better. Amen. I gotta go, bro. I will talk to you next week, bro. Okay, that's it for episode number sixty-one. The show notes can be found at happyhour.fm/slash-zero-six-one, where we have links to like that mapping application and things like that, and. If you'd like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash happy hour. And I hope that you're staying safe out there. Protest what you believe in. And we'll see you next week.